live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Good morning, everybody. Hold on real quick. Just want to make sure all the levels are good here. It looks like everything is fine. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Live from America. Today is Friday, May 7th already, year of our Lord, 2021. Boy, you know, when my parents used to tell me um, that, you know, life gets quicker as you get older, you're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. I got my whole life ahead of me. And you just automatically think you're going to live forever when you're a kid. And then the years go by and the years go by and the years go by. And then sooner or later, when you get to be my age and older, the years, um, the, the months feel like years, right? I, I mean, or should I say years feel like months? Either way, it goes super, super fast. And I can't even believe that it's already May 7th. But anyway, enough of that rambling. Welcome to Live from America. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing and God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. And speaking of hip-hop, I am actually, uh, among the thousands of other things I'm trying to load on myself and get done, but relying on Jesus to get them done, um, I'm writing um, a couple new songs as well. So we got a couple new uh, products coming out for the store, uh, for the online store, and we got some new songs coming out, uh, but it's going to be a while before the songs are out because I got to uh, write them first, and then I got to uh, make sure that I get to uh, the studio to record them and all of that. So let me do some shout-outs real quick here, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to thank the following people. Uh, I was answering emails this morning and I just you know I saw the round of donations come in some are monthly donations some are one time from last night until today so I wanted to make sure that I got those um that I got your names down so that I could thank you Lori Brown thank you so very much for that wonderfully kind donation uh that uh, that one-time donation it's very very appreciated Rose Duffy I want to thank you HP Productions, thank you for your donation. Christine, uh, hopefully I say this, Christine Catalano, thank you for your donation. Janet Richards, I appreciate yours as well. Rosa Catalano, Rosa Catalano is somebody who's been with me for quite a long time, and she's really, really, really helped the growth of Live from America, like all of you have. Um, and I just want to thank her so very much. She's become like a, uh, like a, uh, a surrogate mom to me. I don't even know how old she is, but I, I, I feel like she's a mom when I talk to her. So I just want to thank her and wish her happy Mother's Day as well. Roseanne uh, Santora, I want to thank you. And I want to thank Bobby Neal for the Bibles that you sent. I got those this morning when I came into work. I'd also like to give a big shout out to Advantage Specialties. And Advantage Specialties is in Ocala, Florida. And they're the ones that made the Stop the Slurp t-shirts with my face on them. Plus the Dumb Dem Squad. Remember when I said that online on the show that day? I want to thank them as well. Um, I want to give a big shout out to somebody who says I never give him a shout out. And that is um, uh, Brent from Alabama. Brent, I hope I say his last name right, Stoud or Stoddy. I don't know if it's Stoud or Stoddy, but Brent, you know what, man? Thank you for the card. Uh, you got your shout out now. I'm sorry I, I miss your name when, it, when the live feed goes. Um, Jane and Albert Imparl. I hope I said that right. Thank you. And uh, I got a uh, donation here today, and there's no name, but it says Permian Basin Investment Corp. There's not even a name on 
the uh, the envelope, but it was a sizable donation. Donation, and I want to thank you very, very much as well. Now, I asked you guys to get the Rumble app. Um, again, whether you guys send one dollar or a thousand dollars, like some of these folks have, it's. I, there's not one that I appreciate over another. You guys are all just simply amazing for what you do and what you do for this show. And not all content creators uh, or influencers or whatever you want to call us, not all of us have been able to stay around because of the censorship and because people don't have the funds. But you guys have made that possible. I'd like to give a big shout out to Lisa827. She says, where's our sunglasses? They're coming. They're coming. I actually gave them to my web guy the other day, so they should be on the web. I, I, I would hope this weekend you'd be able to uh, to buy them. Uh, C. Riley said, things are looking up. I could not agree more. Griffin says, shout out from Georgia. Courtney Riley also says, hello from Georgia. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Roxanne says, good morning, man of God. Jeremy from Seaside, California. Good morning to you, too. Um, J. Van Brown, getting fuel on my semi in Paris, Illinois, heading out to my egg run to continue. Kentucky after I load. Well, drive safe, my friend. And if you have to listen to this on a, on a podcast, please do that. Don't want to try to watch and, and drive at the same time. And one more here. It's, um, let's give a P-A-N-T-H-S girl, pants girl from Arizona. And we actually got a lot uh, to talk about, about Arizona. Now, if somebody could do me this favor, I'm trying to Hmm. Okay. I'll share this to Telegram. That's what I'm going to do right now. Let's share this to Telegram just once. And shoot it over, send to Live from America, boom. Sent that over to Live from America on Telegram, so our Telegram, uh, so people could watch live. And I encourage you guys to do the same if you could. Copy the link and please get it out there. Put it on your Facebook pages, put it on your Telegram pages, put it in your groups. Let's bring everybody in the world to, to Live from America, shall we? Mm. All right, folks, let's get to the verse of the day today because this one, I, you know what, I was going to do this verse yesterday. I actually didn't know what verse I was going to do, but something in my head yesterday and in my heart when I was going home after the show, after it took Rumble forever to get last night's show up, but don't worry, you can go to JeremyHarrell.com, you can see all the shows, you can uh, listen to all the podcasts, sometimes they just take a little while to upload. Um, Anyway, I was thinking of this on the way home last night, and I said, you know what, prayer becomes habit sometimes, doesn't it? And we shouldn't make prayer a habit. We should make prayer an honor. And it's really, it, it really is. Sometimes you just get so lost in the motions that you know right before you eat, you're supposed to pray. Right before you do other things, you're supposed to pray. And sometimes you just do it so quickly, but you don't really do it. So this morning, I, I uh, entitled the newsletter that I sent out, uh, Make Praying Great Again. Right? What a great title. And... Um, I actually got a shirt while I was in uh, Texas that says Make uh, America Godly Again, and I can't wait to wear that on the show. Um, so I, I went looking for verses about prayer, about how strong and powerful prayer actually is. Now, um, I just spoke to the to the good people at uh, Advantage Specialties, um, and uh, Jane, thank you so very much. I had a great conversation with Jane, um, but she was talking to me about something that I hold very dear to my heart, too. She said, you know, it's hard to be a church-going uh, person uh, because the church is, has become so uh, hypocritical. And she's right. As a new Christian, and I consider myself a new Christian uh, since 2016, um, I've seen it more than I've, than I've liked to. I, I've seen it more than not, actually, where the people that go to, uh, to church 
Um, are, and, and we're all hypocrites in some way. We all need to practice what we preach, but some of them are, are, are really out there. But she's a good person, and she has the Holy Spirit in her heart, and she finds herself saying the Lord's Prayer uh, as she takes walks and things like that. And that's where... God is here. God lives here. So I started looking about powerful prayer and how powerful it is, how important it is. And I came across this one and I said, you know what? This is a perfect one. It's short. It's sweet. It's to the point. And it comes from Colossians chapter, book four, chapter two, excuse me, chapter four, verse two, Colossians four, two. And it says, devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. Devote yourself to prayer, being watchful and thankful. Okay. So I wrote this, praying is the most powerful thing on earth. Jesus Christ made it possible for us to have a direct line with no pastor in the middle, although it's nice to have a good pastor, with no priest in the middle. Jesus made it possible for us to have a direct line to God with a new covenant. There is a problem with the world though. Society has made it so that things become more of a habit and all about routine. I've gotten caught up in it many, many times myself. When you go to eat and you just automatically close your eyes and say thank you quickly for this food and then you proceed to eat. Sounds like a good thing, right? Well, not when it becomes a habit. I remember when I smoked cigarettes, I would, by habit, light one up right after I was done eating a meal without even thinking about it. Just as soon as you're done eating a meal, you rinse your plate, you uh, put your plate in the dishwasher and you grab a cigarette and you go out on the porch and smoke. That's what I did when I was a smoker. So as soon as that meal was done, boom, grab a cigarette every single time um, without even thinking about it. And the same thing happens with people and prayer. They get so used to, quote, praying at the beginning or end of something that it just becomes, quote, going through the motions. That is not what God wants. And it is not real prayer. Prayer is special every single time that you do it. You are talking directly to the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. The same very, the very same God that created you and gives you breath in your lungs every single morning. So when you go to him in prayer, try your best to focus on a, your attention on his face. And if that's too hard to do, because I know it is hard to, to, you know, think about in your head what God looks like. If it's hard to focus on his face and if it's too hard to imagine, then focus on the cross. That's easy enough. You know what a cross looks like. Focus on the cross and what Jesus did for you. It shows respect and it makes your prayer worthy. Be thankful and sincere. And whatever it is that you ask the Lord Almighty for, you will receive. And that is a promise from God in many, many different books and chapters in the Bible. Whatever you ask from God, if you're asking him with a full heart and your full trust in Jesus, you will receive. Now, you may not receive it the way you think you're going to receive it. But I promise you when I tell you, you will receive it. Okay? And um, it's just, it, it, you truly can get caught up in going through the motions. I do it myself and I feel terrible when I do it. If I miss a couple prayers or if I just say a prayer quickly, later on that night I beat myself up for it and I immediately ask God for forgiveness. It's just, just one of those things, man. When you get that close to him, you feel you don't want to ghost him. You know what I mean? You don't want to, you don't want to not, uh, uh, have your communication with God during the day because it truly does help. All right, folks, you know what it is, the favorite time of the day, my favorite time of the day, my favorite time of every show, and that's doing the Lord's Prayer with all of you. So please say it out loud from your lips to his ears, or if for some reason you can't or just don't want to or just scared to do it, please say it inside for the spirit to hear it because it's the thought that really counts. All right, here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, 
hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. I wish I could hear all of you guys. I wish we were on some kind of like a voice chat or something where I could hear every single person. Like when we do voice chat on uh, Telegram, I wish I could hear like thousands of people, excuse me, at the same time do the Lord's Prayer. That would be incredibly inspiring. By the way, if you're looking for the share button on your Rumble, um, it's literally right down here at the bottom. That's the share button. That little thing that looks like a triangle, you can hit that and you can share it to Facebook. You can share it to Telegram. You can share it to Instagram. You can share anything you want right from there at the bottom of your screen if you're on the Rumble app, okay? And I encourage you guys all to do that. It takes a few seconds and it really gets the message out there. I do want to give you a PSA, which is a public servant's announcement right here. I will only be doing one show today, folks. Only one show. And the reason why is because I have some appointments later this afternoon, early evening, and, and I cannot miss them, and I'm going to uh, work to try to get to Windham, New Hampshire this weekend. They need help with getting petitions door to door uh, to get uh, Javon Hutton Pulitzer to do the forensic audit in Windham, New Hampshire. That's also where Corey Lewandowski lives. So I'm going to be uh, making a trip there. And they're also looking to do a fundraiser to uh, be able to get uh, Javon Hutton Pulitzer out here to pay him, to pay his way, and to pay him for his time to do the forensic audit. And I I am going to be uh, donating some money uh, from, me, from me and my wife's personal uh, account as well to them because I am a resident of New Hampshire and I want to help out in any way, shape, or form that I can. And I will be talking about that a little bit here today. I also want to let you know that the podcast is now on iHeartRadio, folks. Um, it wasn't there for a while, but it is definitely there now. So if you miss the show, uh, or if you're driving and you want to listen to the show and you have iHeartRadio, all you have to do is look up Live from America with Jeremy Harrell and you can listen to the podcast on not only on my website but also on iHeartRadio as well. All right? All right, let's get to slurping and then let's get to doing Live from America. Mm-mm-mm. If you guys could do me that favor and share that video, here we go. Let's get right to it. The first and foremost section of today is going to be the Arizona Forensic Audit. Ladies and gentlemen, make no mistake about it. We've talked about it a thousand times on this show, but I'll talk about it a thousand times more if I have to, and I'll do anything that I can possibly do right here from New Hampshire to help those folks in Arizona, or at least help bring some, um, some attention to what's going on there. But make no mistake about it, Arizona is definitely the key to showing the world that President Donald J. Trump won and won by a landslide in the 2020 election. They are literally at a Hail Mary point. They are trying to get a federal government agency involved. They've already tried to take Arizona Senate and the, and the forensic auditors and the, uh, the representatives there and Dr. Kelly. They're, they've already taken her, them to court four times. And guess what they are oh for four they are oh for four and katie hobbs the secretary of state there has tried everything under the sun even though doug ducey who is a republican by the way but is clearly a rhino has is effectively her boss he is her boss period point blank 
He could literally instruct her to do anything that he wants to do because he is her boss as the governor. She is the top election official in the state. She's done everything she can working with left-wing hack groups and working with Biden Corn Pops DOJ to make sure that this forensic audit stops. Why? Because it's not only her neck on the line. This is why the Democrats are so involved. This is why you see every late-night TV loser like Jimmy Kimmel and Stephen Colbert and, and, and Jimmy Fallon and the rest of them. This is why you see them putting out a full media blitz on two things right now. Liz Cheney, and the Arizona audit. Why would they be on full media blitz? And it's not only them. You got um, The View. You got Whoopi Goldberg and Joy Behar. All right? Joyless Behar. You have got uh, Saturday Night Live. You've got, of course, your your losers, your Cuomos, your Lemons, your your Rachel Maddows, and your uh, who's the little short tubby guy with the bald head that nobody likes on CNN, whatever his name is. You got him, too. You got Brian Stelter. You got all the at, at Anderson Pooper, which we'll talk about a little bit later in the show. You got a full-on media blitz right now on those two issues. Why? Because Liz Cheney is the third in control in the Republican Party, and she is definitely a Democrat operative. She's not only just a rhino, folks, she's a Democrat operative, which I'll explain to you in this show. You also have Steve Scalise and Kevin McCoward, both who are also the same things. I wouldn't even call them rhinos anymore. And so what what's happening is not only is their house of cards falling down when it comes to the election fraud, but their house of cards is also coming down because they've been exposed as working with the top members of the Republican Party to get rid of MAGA, get rid of President Trump, get rid of America First, get rid of Make America Great Again, get rid of you, and get rid of me. That's what's happening right here. And Arizona is the key to showing every other state what happens. So it's not just Katie Hobbs whose butt is on the line. It's Brian Kemp's butt who's on the line. It's Brad Raffensperger's butt who's on the line. It's his little lapdog, Gabriel Sterling, which... Have you ever seen the movie It's Pat? Do you remember that movie It's Pat? I think it was done by MTV or Saturday Night Live Films or something like that. It was definitely done by some B-rated, worthless TV station um, who made that show It's Pat. And you couldn't tell if Pat was a boy or a girl. Remember that chubby guy-girl thing who dressed in guy-girl clothes and had a guy-girl haircut? And you just didn't know if it was a boy or a girl throughout the whole movie? Everybody was wondering, is that a boy or is that a girl? That's Gabriel Sterling. That is Gabriel Sterling in Georgia. His butt, her butt, is on the line. You have Governor Wolf's butt who is on the line. You have Gretchen Whitmer's butt, who is on the line. Not only do you have those two governors, but you also have their Secretary of State's and their Supreme Court, State Supreme Court's butts on the line. And ultimately, when it's all said and done, you have the entire Democratic Party, the left, George Soros, and all their butts on the line. And again, maybe this is what God needed made happen on purpose. Maybe President Trump literally stepped aside so he said, watch this. I can fight the swamp a lot better for the next couple years outside of the swamp than I can on the inside of the swamp. And maybe this was their tactic to expose everybody, to pull that curtain aside and show the Wizard of Oz. So, I'm going to show you. We already know how guilty all of this looks. We already know the optics of it. The letters, the 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 uh, Intimidation by the DOJ, like the intimidation here with the FBI trying to get me to apparently stop, which will never happen, by the way. Will never happen. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. So let me show you how guilty Secretary of State Katie Hobbs really is. Okay? This is Secretary of State uh, from Arizona, Katie Hobbs, definitely a Democratic hack.
uh, running from the Gateway Pundit, her and her uh, lackey trying to run from the Gateway Pundit and uh, as fast as they possibly can without answering. And big shout out to the Gateway Pundit. We're starting to get some real journalists out there again. Let me transition this over here for you. Turn up some volume. Check this out. Katie Hobbs and her assistant running from the Gateway Pundit. Secretary Hobbs, why are you sending top Democrat fit operatives into the Arizona audit without and hiding it from the officials? Why are you working so hard to shut the audit down? Yep. What are you hiding? Yep. Isn't it your job to be nonpartisan? You call this a Republican audit. This is an audit for the people. Secretary Hobbs, do you have any comment? Ooh, they were big mad, weren't they? <laughs> watch, watch your, watch your assistant Secretary here. Secretary Hobbs, why get are you back, get back. Well, actually, you are in public property, Secretary Hobbs, and uh, your little Hobbit assistant, and we can come up on you and we can uh, ask you questions whenever we want. Did you see how fast they were walking away from the Gateway Pundit? Not only did you see how fast they were walking away, but did you see how irritated her face was with her stupid mask on when she got into that building? You can slow the frame down right at the end, and you can see how mad she looks. They call that big mad, <laughs> and Katie Hobbs is big mad. Why? Because the truth always comes out. I say it every time. We may not find out in a day. We may not find out in a week. We may not find out in a month. And we may not find out in a year. But we will find out. And when we do, it is your butt. Your butt. Your ASS is grass. And we are the lawnmower. To put it plain and simple, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm going to tell you what. It's all going to start crumbling down. And I don't know what happens in the wake of it. I don't know what happens at the end. I don't know what President Trump's role in this will be. But it's going to be huge. It's going to be earth-shattering. And it's going to never, ever happen again. At least not for the next hundred years until they can indoctrinate uh, high school and, and elementary school kids again and do it all over again. Because history does repeat itself. Why do you think the Democrats are constantly trying to get rid of history? So, I want to show you something else as it pertains to the state of Arizona and what's going on there. So, let's bring this up here to so read this together. Here we are. Three developments that should nullify Maricopa County 2020 election and put supervisors in legal jeopardy before the forensic audit even started. There's your team right there, folks. There is your Maricopa County Board of Supervisors. You got Clint Hickman, Jack Sellers, Steve Chur Chuckery, Bill Gates, there you go, and Steve Gallardo. And it tells you where all of their districts uh, are. So let's move down here and let's read this. As the Maricopa County Forensic uh, Audit continues, three explosive developments were revealed this week that should land the county supervisors in legal jeopardy and should nullify the fraudulent election even before the results of the forensic audit are complete. More corrupt and suspicious acts performed by the Maricopa County election team and or vendor have come to light. Now, we've talked about some of these, but let's talk about them again. Why not? Arizona GOP Chair Dr. Kelly Ward tweeted on Wednesday that the devices that held the data during the election in Maricopa County were sneaked off-site nightly, and it's not clear who took them at this point, only that they were taken, by the way. This violated chain of custody regulations and is highly suspicious. You know what those were? Those are those orange things right there that were circled on those little server carts, okay? 
And let's move on. Number two, the Maricopa County election team admitted this week that they do not have admin access to their county's voting machines. Seriously? Then who does? Why did they cede this to the Dominion Voting Machine Company, and how is this legal? Now, I'm going to stop it right there, and let's talk about that for a minute. You're meaning to tell me, ladies and gentlemen, this is all this information is telling me one thing, that Dominion and those cheating systems that were built in Venezuela to make sure that Hugo Chavez never lost another election ever again, and that were sold around the world to do the exact same thing they did in Venezuela, right here in the United States and other countries, are you meaning to tell me? That Dominion has more control and has more, um, their, their hands in the election system, the election process, and how it all goes in every state. They have more power than the state board of election officers themselves in each state. They have more power than the secretary of state, meaning because they control all the information. They are the entire flow of information in and out. And whatever happens while they're in that machine, the adjudication process, the uh, auditing um, option later on, they're in charge of all of that. They lock the machines down. They have password after password after password. And now, folks, now uh, the um, the auditor, uh, Cyber Ninjas, there's a second password. And that second password is held by Dominion. And the Maricopa, uh, Maricopa Board of Supervisors said, well, we gave you everything we have. We don't know what that is. That's a second password. And only Dominion has that. And now Dominion is refusing to give that second password. Now, We'll get around a password. Don't worry. They're cyber ninjas. That's why their name is cyber ninjas. Okay? They will get through that password. But you, Dominion, and the election officials, and the Democrats, and Secretary of State Katie Hobbs, all of what you're doing, trying to hide the servers, trying to hide the routers, trying to not give access to things, not give access to passwords, every bit of it shows the American people how much you cheated. Again, Arizona is the key to all of it. So... Uh, let's move on to the third thing that should put these guys in jail and make sure that this is uh, the the election results are nullified. Uh, Maricopa County officials are refusing to turn over the routers or router images to the election auditors. This are, they are defying a judge's orders. What are they afraid of? What are they hiding, ladies and gentlemen? And shout out to the Gateway Pundit too for actually doing real reporting, and not only just the Gateway Pundit, but also the Epic Times. You guys are doing great lately. Revolver News, you guys are doing great lately. So many people out there actually showing the American people how journalism, I know it's a hard word. I know it's what, what four syllables? Journalism. Oh, that's four syllables. That's, <laughs> that's we can't use those words because we stupid Americans <laughs> just cheat in the election. They'll never know because they stupid Americans. Not so stupid, are we? Mm. So anyway, let's move on to the New Hampshire audit. Patriot for Life 2020 at Yahoo.com. Patriot for Life 2020 at Yahoo.com. As soon as I get done this show, I'm reaching out to them. I'm going to see how my assistance can help them get more uh, signatures for the petition to have Hoven Pulitzer do the forensic audit there. I'm going to ask them how I can help financially and how I can help uh, with boots on the ground. I'm going to get to Windham, New Hampshire, and I will record, if I go, what the outcome is of that. And, and it's not an if I go. I'm definitely going this weekend.
weekend. But uh, I, I hope Patriot for Life 2020 at Yahoo.com does reach out back to me after I send the email so they can tell me how I can help the most. And hopefully we can get Javon out here and then hopefully I can get him uh, as well for an interview so we can uh, let the whole world know what's going on because, hey, the fight in New Hampshire is just as real as the, as the fight in Arizona and the fight in New Hampshire is just as real as the fight in Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin. Best believe that. So I'm going to get involved in any way, shape, or form that I can. Now, okay, we're off election fraud for a minute. Let's get off election fraud for a minute, and let's have a sip of coffee, and let's change gears to what's happening in Portland and how it connects to what happened to me with the Federal Bureau of Investigations knocking on my door. Oh, by the way, hey, Katie Hobbs, <laughs> Dominion, you get the first Swamp Donkey Dum Dum of the day. Now we'll move on to what's going on. Okay, Portland, Oregon. It's been the center of a, what did Donald Trump call things? Uh, well, we can't say that word on this, but let's just use the word hellhole. Let's just use the word hellhole. Portland, Oregon has become literally a hellhole because the mayor of Portland and the governor of uh, Oregon um, have let Antifa run rampant. They have let them run wild. They have let them break laws. They have let them commit treason. They have let them commit murder. They have let them commit insurrection. They have let them commit uh, trespassing. They have let them commit uh, arson. They have let them commit assault. They have let them commit uh, the autonomous zones. It goes on and on and on. Meanwhile, folks, the FBI comes and sees me because of somebody saying, with no proof at all, at all, that I was in or on the Capitol steps during January 6th. No proof at all. Meanwhile, there is thousands of videos of what's going on in Portland every single day by the idea that is Antifa and by the idea that is BLM. Not organizations, though, apparently. Even though money is funneled through them to go to Democrats, Act Blue, we all know all about that anyway. So anyway, let me show you what's going on in Portland, Oregon right now. Now, at this moment... I'm going to tell you language, meaning that there is some bad language in this video that I'm about to show you. I know there's kids that watch this show. Parents, if you are with your children and they are watching the show with you right now, I'm going to use this time to give you time to get them out of the room so they don't have to hear the bad language that's on this video because you're going to hear the F-bomb dropped quite a bit, okay? Um, so, I do want to give you that warning, and here we go. I'm going to bring up the video so that you can see what's happening in Portland, Oregon yourself. Right now, there are anti well they call themselves anti-fascists, but really they're they're just um they're anarchists. You're you're seeing anarchist militias charging people in the streets with guns, holding guns on them, pointing guns on them, hitting their cars, smashing their windows, doing everything they can to run Portland, Oregon. Where are the police? Where's the FBI? Oh, that's right. They're too busy visiting me over stupid stuff. And Brad Barton and other people who've done nothing wrong in this world but just be a patriot. But just be a patriot. That's all. And who backed Donald Trump. So here we go. Let's show you some of this video. I'm not going to show you all of it. But this is happening right now in Portland, Oregon. 
This guy's just trying to get through. Move! Get the fuck out of here! They hit his truck with something, so he stops. He gets out. There he is. Here he is, right here. Get out of here now! He comes out. See the guy that pushed him? He's got a gun on him. Points a gun at him. So he points a gun, and then they just tackle him. They're kicking him. They're beating him. They steal his gun. They're marching in the streets with guns and bulletproof vests on. Anarchist militias. BLM and Antifa working together. Okay, right here. Look at his head. See how his head's cracked and bleeding right here? He's covering up. They've been kicking him. They took his gun. They got they got phones in his face all because they wouldn't let him drive through. And then they pulled a rifle on him, an assault rifle, if that's what you want to call it. But really just an Armalite rifle. Okay, let me stop it right there. You, he, that, that Antifa guy said, you're going to stay until the cops come. The same police that they're trying to defund. The same police that they're fighting with day in and day out. The same police that actually protect them against who? What? Fake white supremacy? Fake white nationalism? That's what they call it? Anyway, they are holding him now hostage. They've taken his, taken his gun. They've uh, kicked his truck, smashed his truck. They're beating him. They're assaulting him. And they're kidnapping him until who? The cops come. Go figure. So he just so he just said he's a disabled marine, and they say I don't give a you know what who you are, and they start berating him again. He's asking them to call an ambulance, and they're saying, "Nope, you're fine." They're fucking fine. Sorry for the language. Long gone are the days when people like Patriot Prayer and Proud Boys, before they got labeled as terrorists and white supremacists, and arrested every time they went to try to help people. The police won't do their job and help citizens. Long gone are those days when those groups went out to Portland and beat the ever-living crap out of these Antifa scumbag terrorists and these BLM scumbag terrorists. Long gone are those days, and boy, do I miss them. I miss it. I miss them. Uh, I miss those groups going out there and, and, and delivering justice where the police would not. We are not a police state. We are not a government-ran uh, country. We are we the people. And if you fail 
to, to safeguard our borders, then we the people should have a right to stand on that border and make sure nobody comes over. If, 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 if the government fails we the people, then we the people have the right in the Constitution to get rid of that totalitarian government. If you as police officers do not protect we the people, or you as school board members do not protect we the people's children, then we the people have a right to take over and do it ourselves. But, unfortunately, these days, if you do that, you, no matter what color you are, no matter what creed you are, no matter where you're from, you are labeled a white nationalist or a white supremacist terrorist, and you cannot even do that anymore. Boy, do I miss the days of the Bundys backing down the government. Boy, do I miss the days of Patriot Prayer and Proud Boys going to Portland and giving a little bit of a dose of their own medicine back to them. But, I do know that evil never wins, and God always wins. Speaking of people standing up, and I am sorry for the language that was in that video, but speaking of people that are standing up, I'm about to show you a four-minute video. I know that's long, but you know what? I don't, uh, maybe I could use four minutes to stop talking once in a while. Uh, my wife would tell you that anyway. Let me give you a four-minute video of what happened. <laughs> oh, this is great. This was in Utah. Okay, Utah parents have had enough of the school board masky padding their kids. Utah uh, residents have had enough of their kids being child abused by the school board, by the teachers unions over this ridiculous and very, very stupid mask mandate. So Utah residents of this city have decided to take over the school board. Bet you didn't think that was legal, huh? Well, here's the deal. If a school board walks out of a public meeting and decides not to attend the public meeting, even no matter for what reason, then that means they've walked out on their jobs and you can replace them instantly in the matter of seconds right there at that public forum if they walk out on their jobs. And that's exactly what happened in Utah. Are you ready to watch an amazing video and what I think we need to do all over the country right now? Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's pull this video up. Matter of fact, I'm going to remove, I'm going to remove all of the bottom, just so you can see this here. Here we go. This happened in Utah, and I had to show you. It's a four minute and fifty four second video, but it is going to make the skin, uh, or the hair on the back of your neck stand up, and your skin have goosebumps because this is inspiring. Here we go. This is incredible what happens. One parent speak, one senator, and one teacher. Parents are fed up. Okay, let me stop it right here. What you're seeing right here, folks, is the school board deciding not to vote on on uh, issues that the town uh, that the uh, the residents have, have have brought up. So these residents have know the they know the rules, they know the law, they know what they want as a city, and they are deciding to uh, bring up issues themselves and second those motions themselves as the town because we are we the people. So that's what you're seeing happen during this chaos right now. Okay, here we go. 
Okay, you hear what she just said? If they decide to leave, per the rules, we are going to be able to decide right now, here tonight, who we want to vote in as a school district. And I apologize for saying Utah earlier. I apologize. This was in Idaho, not in Utah. So forgive me. Forgive my mistake. This was not in Utah. This was in Idaho. Uh, Utah comes next, and I'll tell you that after. So here we go. There's the school board members all packing up to leave because they don't want to be berated anymore. Three more. Just need three more parents. And just like that, school board gone, parents take over. The lady said, we're never, ever going back to the way it was before. Boom. This is, where it's this at. is the Republic. We the people. We 
guys do not represent us, this is what happens. This is what happens when you do not represent the people that voted you in. Preach it, girl. This is what happens when you do not represent the people that voted you in. Boy, there's no truer statement ever made. And I want to congratulate those residents of Idaho for taking a stand. They knew the rules. They knew what the school uh, board was allowed to do and what they weren't allowed to do. And when they decided to walk out on a public meeting, they packed up and decided not to do their jobs. So instantly, they just had... um, what, nine people step forward and they got in that role and now they're the school board and now those kids won't have to wear masks anymore isn't that incredible isn't that exciting isn't that something that we wish we could do now i want to address something real quick um mark anthony 217 said it's very disheartening to hear you talk negatively about law enforcement they have been relentlessly attacked for simply doing their job please stop police are not the enemy jeremy mark buddy look see my hat Obviously, police are not the enemy. However, the police in um, Portland, they have a choice. They have a choice. And they are at a point now where they literally know that they are being used as a weapon by the mayor and by the governor to go against the people and not protect the people. They're literally not protecting people anymore. They're not even going out there. They're letting chaos and anarchy happen in the streets. And if you do that as a police officer and you don't and you don't leave or stand up, then yes, I do have a problem with that. There are bad police, just like there are bad governors, just like there are bad politicians, just like there's bad plumbers and bad electricians. I back the blue and I back law enforcement. But if I see police not doing what they stood up to do and what they took an oath to do, then I'm going to call out the department as a whole. And this has been going on for over two years in Portland now. Well over two years. And sooner or later, somebody's got to stand up. And the only people that can and save the citizens are the police. So I'm not bashing police. I'm bashing that orga- that uh, division of, of, of authority and uh, law enforcement and the people that are the top brass in Oregon. That's who I'm blaming. So I, I don't mean to think that I'm blaming police for anything, but it's funny how they're not helping anybody in Portland. Let's get back to this video, though. That's what needs to happen in every single state. Now, again, I said Utah at first, but let me move to Utah. Utah will be dropping the school mask mandate for a fall return. Now, and, and that was in the wake of seeing this, because they know there are all these school boards. If, if every school, if every city saw what just happened there, this is why I need you guys to share this video out. Now, I know this video will say it's gone after it's done because Rumble does not record videos yet. And then I have to upload another version. But I wanted to get people to see this live and I want them to see the recorded version when it's up because courage is contagious and the more people see this the more people will do it and we the people of this republic will take this country back one way or another amen okay let's move on um because we got a few more things to go through here and i was hoping to get the show done in under an hour um the economy is going to the toilet it might have looked good because it was bloated with all this with the stimulus money coming out and, you know, just passing trillions of dollars of stimulus. But anybody who's a real economist or anybody who understands how money coming in and money going out even works at the most basic level would have told you that sooner or later it's going to balloon and it's going to bust. It's going to pop. You're putting too much air into a balloon and it's going to bust and it's going to pop. First comes inflation and then comes uh, the stock market dropping and then inflation again. You it, comes in waves and right now ladies and gentlemen we just saw one of the worst job creation numbers 
in a long time. It was only 266,000 when the, when the Biden administration said they created a million. They were expecting the job growth to show 1 million new jobs created. 266,000. That's just over 25%. That is one fourth. That is a quarter. For all of you people out there who actually are doing common core math and don't understand real math, that is one quarter of what the Biden administration said it was going to be. So either they're completely lying to you to try to kick cans down the road and try to pass these bills, or they're incompetent. Do you want somebody who lies to you or somebody who's incompetent running things? And I'm asking you people who voted for Biden, what excuse do you have to show a quarter of what you said was going to be there? Every time President Trump said that he was going to raise the economy by adding so many jobs, it blew that number out of the water. He would tell you 250,000, it would be 500,000. He told you it'd be 100,000, it'd be 200,000. 50,000 every single time a report came out. So is he a liar or is he incompetent? My vote would be he is both. So because of the fact that he's either a liar or he's incompetent, I would like to give the second dumb, dumb award of the day to Joe corn pop Biden himself (laughs) and his administration and everybody who voted for him as well. And whatever argument that you guys have or that you come with, I'm just going to click this button. Nobody cares. Because what you're doing is you're ruining all of our financial lives because you want to pass stupid trillions and trillions of dollar uh, budgets to try to create jobs. But what you don't understand and what the left has never understood, unless you create manufacturing jobs, none of it matters. It has to be manufacturing. It's the only thing that drives an economy up. Manufacturing jobs. It's not that hard to understand. Okay. Moving on, we're going to talk about a huge huge um, dirt bag when it comes to politics in this country, and that is Frank Dunce. Better known, you might know him as Frank Luntz. Now, Frank Dunce has been in the news quite a bit lately because he has been sharing a room or sharing a, uh, 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 an apartment or at least renting a room to the minority leader of the Republican Party, Kevin McCoward. And then Kevin McCoward didn't expect that, so he had to come out and do his news rounds and tell you, well, I'm not staying there anymore. Well, why not? If there was no problem with you staying with Frank Dunce, then why are you not staying there anymore? Oh, it's not a problem anymore. I'm not staying there. I'm back on my cot in my office. Why? Why, if it wasn't a problem... Kevin McCoward, if you weren't violating any kind of house rules, if you were paying fair market value and you were staying with Frank Dunce, then why are you not staying with Frank Dunce anymore? Obviously because you got caught and you said, oh, I better not do that no more. I better go back and stay on my little cot in my apartment. But what's even worse about that is Frank Dunce just came out yesterday and slammed President Trump and basically all of you in the process. He came out and said that uh, um, the the social media bans on President Trump from Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. YouTube and Instagram, those, um, this is what he said, quote, the social media bans on President Trump, nope, he didn't even say president, excuse me, quote, the social media bans on Trump is his own damn fault. That's what he said. He said the social media bans are his own damn fault, and then says with every passing month, he will become less and less relevant. Boy, I hope President Trump sees that. 
I hope and pray to God that President Trump sees that. I'm going to send it to the people that I know so that they can get it to President Trump because I know people that do talk to President Trump through news stations and through, I always have. I always have. Why I've never been able to talk to him directly? Well, I don't know. Maybe it's a, maybe I'm a little bit, maybe I would hurt him actually with my raw. I don't know. He's just the same as I am though. You know, he doesn't hold back either. Anyway, long story short, we got to get this message to President Trump because President Trump is a, is a counterpuncher. And you got Frank Dunt saying that he's going to become less and less relevant month after month. He needs to get out there and get these MAGA rallies going just to show you how relevant he actually still is. But that's not even the, that, that's not even the, the, the point of this story. The point of this story is if you got Frank Dunce saying that President Trump's social media bans are his own damn fault and that he's going to become less and less relevant over the coming months. Who is just staying with him? Kevin McCarthy. Who said he's been like lifelong friends, like 30 years, like one of his best friends? Kevin McCarthy. So you got Kevin McCarthy, the leader of the Republican Party in the House. You got Stephen Scalise and Liz Cheney, the second and the third. All of them, all of them are friends with Frank Dunce. Liz Cheney's been doing everything she can to destroy President Trump. You got Kevin McCarthy, who wouldn't stand up for President Trump when he really needed to, yet he could go down to Mar-a-Lago and speak with President Trump and get a little bit of clout while he went down there and took pictures with him. But then you got him staying with Frank Dunce, who just says that the president's social media bans are his own damn fault, and over the months coming, he's going to become less and less relevant. Do you trust Kevin McCarthy to be around Frank Dunce? Do you trust uh, Steve Scalise to be around Frank Dunce? I don't. I don't. I don't trust any of them. And that's the top of the three Republican Party leaders, ladies and gentlemen. We need a top-down and a bottom-up overhaul. Everybody that's at the bottom, you're a rhino, and you're not with the MAGA agenda, you're gone. Anybody at the top, you're a rhino or a Democrat, and you're not with the MAGA agenda, you're gone. That is the only way we're going to unite this party strong enough to just go through and wipe out everybody in 2022 and 2024. Or beforehand if we get Arizona done. You see what I'm saying here? You see how it's all connected? Now check it out. Check this out. Speaking of rhinos, we got the third in charge, Liz Cheney. Okay, check this out. She, it's come out now, and I'm thinking that Kevin McCarthy actually put this out because he's trying to distance himself from her as far as he can and Frank Dunce so he can stay the leader, which he won't, by the way. He will not be ever the Speaker of the House, ever, because we're all on to his games. But this came out yesterday, and I wonder who leaked it. It came out that Liz Cheney had orchestrated a secret media campaign with a left-wing mainstream publication in order to hurt Donald Trump's chances of return. Ladies and gentlemen. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. Bye, Liz. By Kevin and by Steve. You mean to tell me that this whole time Liz Cheney's been working behind the scenes with the left wing, with Nancy Pelosi, with Chuck Schumer? She's been working behind the scenes this entire time with a left wing mainstream media publication in order to hurt President Trump's chances of return? Boy, these people are so far gone. They are so far removed from their base. They are so far removed from the people who voted them in, and they think they are unstoppable, untouchable, and they are the most arrogant people on the planet, worse than Democrats. Boy, I cannot wait to get rid of her. Oh, I cannot wait. So now you guys know the truth. You know the truth of your top three who, in, who are in charge of the Republican Party. Right there. Kevin McCarthy, Steve Scalise, who doesn't really say anything, and... Liz Cheney, all three of them. Truth hurts, doesn't it? It's going to come out on every one of you. Speaking of the truth, 
<laughs> Speaking of the truth, let's talk about Anderson Cooper for a minute. Anderson Cooper hosted Jeopardy. Right now, they're trying to find a permanent host of Jeopardy. And Ander- Anderson Cooper went to do a uh, a guest host on Jeopardy, and they thought he was gonna be he was gonna be the one. He was gonna be the savior of Jeopardy. Now that Alex Trebek is gone, they they were gonna put Anderson Cooper in this role. Anderson would probably be doing CNN and Jeopardy. It was gonna be. Nothing but kittens and puppy puppies and unicorns, right? It was going to be a Woketopia world of CNN hosts, Anderson Cooper. However, <laughs> he came on as a guest, and they set the lowest record, <laughs> the lowest ratings of any show in history, of any show with Alex Trebek and of any guest who is hosting the show. They set the lowest ratings. So I guess if Anderson Cooper leaves CNN and goes somewhere else, the crap just follows him. And the low ratings follow him because CNN is seeing the lowest ratings they've seen since the beginning of their days. And this is how we bankrupt them. And this is how we fight back people. Nobody in the care in the world cares about Anderson Cooper, CNN, or now Jeopardy, unfortunately. And ladies and gentlemen, we got one more story here. President Bolsonaro from Brazil gave a speech yesterday that shocked the world, shocked the WHO, and definitely probably shocked Dr. Fauci. Nobody cares. He did. President Bolsonaro of Brazil, who, by the way, likes Trump and has always backed Trump, uh, gave a speech yesterday where he said that the coronavirus was definitely a man-made biological weapon in a lab by China and released for biological warfare on the rest of the world. It is nice. It is nice and it is refreshing to see a president or a leader of a world stand up and not be afraid of the WHO, not be afraid of NATO, not be afraid of these world alliances and these global alliances, and not be afraid of the United States CDC and come out and say what he believes happened. Now, a president would not just come out and say these things without some kind of claim to fame. He would not come out and just say these accusations like people did against me to get the FBI to visit me anyway. He would say this because he has some kind of in Intel through his country's um, intelligence agency, and he says that China man-made this uh, this this vaccine. I mean, this uh, this virus to 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 wage biological warfare on the rest of the world and put themselves above everybody else and destroy economies. That's what he said. I didn't say that. So. If any of you social media sites out there that get a hold of this video want to suspend somebody, you should go spend, suspend President Bolsonaro of Brazil, not the people who share this video, to your censorship-loving platform. Amen? All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you a little bit about this. <laughs> I think you already know, but I got my shipment of pillows and slippers in, and I'm going to tell you something. I, I wouldn't lie to you. I'm not just doing this because I have a partnership with Mike Lindell now or not. I got to tell you. Two nights now I've had those pillows. Two nights. And both nights I slept through the night. I'm usually side to side to side. My wife hates it. Literally, her and I have slept through the night. So I don't know what Mike Lindell puts in these pillows. I, know, I was always like, yeah, whatever. He's an infomercial guy. He's like the sham wow guy or the, or the shake weight guy. No, his products are amazing. They really are. So if you're, if you're looking to get something for Mother's Day or, or if you're getting to something for Father's Day or a present, then definitely... Get the slippers. Get the slippers. I got the slippers. It's like walking on feathers, for crying out loud. But put in the promo code LFA. Let me put that up on the screen for you real quick so that you guys get a huge, big discount, and it helps me 
and Mike Lindell. There it is. Promo code LFA. Or you can call this number right here on the screen, and you also get a huge discount, and it helps uh, right here at Live from America. So, guys, that's it. Uh, again, I'm not going to do a show tonight, so please, when this video uploads, share it out to the people. Share it out to the world so they can see it. Uh, let everybody know about that school board situation I showed you about, and you can always visit jeremyharrell.com for everything. If you still need to sign up for a Bible or you want to sign up your American-made business, you can do that right on my website. Sign up for the newsletter, and if you can, please consider becoming a monthly donor or buy something on the store because every little bit of it helps, all right? So I want to thank you guys very much. I, I, I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss you tonight, uh, but I do got things to do that I really have to get to. So please forgive me on that. Uh, I love you. God bless you. And I want to say uh, I'm going to keep you informed on what happens with Windham. Okay, I'm going to do my best to keep you guys informed with what happens on Windham over this weekend and, and my involvement in it. Okay, so remember, there's right ways, there's wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Have a great weekend. Happy Mother's Day. And I'll see you sometime over the weekend, but for sure at 11 a.m., Monday morning for more Live from America. I love you. Thanks for sticking with me. Thanks for supporting me. And thanks for helping me fight censorship. God bless you. Have a great weekend. Happy Mother's Day.